get into gate. This is episode 189. We are talking Stargate Atlantis, the season one rank. My name is Mitch. Joining me, Brendan Gibson. Hello. And Maddie Gibson. Yow. It's like I started off sounding like I was some kind of like ring announcer and then I just faded just by saying things higher and it was terrible. Here we are. We're back uh, to do the, uh, the rank. It's been some time uh, if you are listening live, but I, I just like to think that we were waiting for something big to happen in the world of Atlantis before he came back. And you know what? Over the weekend, it's like Jason Momoa's, you know, going through a divorce and I'm like, it's now or never, guys. We've got to get it done. Momoa is, is splitting with, he is, mate, he's back on the yeah. market. So there's a chance for all of us here. Okay, ladies, wait your turn. Us boys have been waiting for a long, long time for a piece of that majestic man. So, uh, yeah, big uh, Game of Thrones fans can get behind the. That's absolutely. We were here first, and I get. Look, we've been waiting. But then we've got we've got to stand behind the Baywatch fans. That's it. We were here after the Baywatch fans. There's three ugly Indians. That's it. (laughs) Can I say? (laughs) Can I say maybe throwback joke? We're the, <laughs> we're the first uh, like bearded Momoa fans in line because I believe Dreadlock. he was very clean cut and short hair right in Baywatch. Like he's yeah. nigh unrecognizable yeah. to the Jason Momoa that we I know I believe in love. certain circles he's referred to as a twink uh, while he's on Baywatch. Okay. What's Can't that? say that I've... Yeah, no, I don't know either. <laughs> fine, it's fine. Now, Maddie, please explore Please explain, circles. mate. <laughs> he's a smooth, to- hairless... Oh, no wonder uh, I've never been a part of that circle. <laughs> oh, I get it. Yes. But the opposite of that is a bear. Is that what we're yes. saying? Yes. Yes, right. that's correct. Yeah. Okay. I can see that how they would uh, yeah, the actually I feel like things. Jason Momoa actually transformed from a twink into a bear. That's oh, yeah. 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 He's a big bear, man. Oof. Oh, Polar bear, grizzly bear. Super super deep. Oh, I don't, don't want to think... I don't want to say brown bear because I feel like that's crossing the line Ooh, like that yeah i would have said brown yeah yeah the last time we mentioned that the bear people got really really upset with us and we don't want to cross that line again so um i know to think we haven't even gotten to momoa or atlantis yet so i don't even know what the hype's all about because really mm. i didn't know this guy until after i'd seen i you know he he is saying that he has a striking sort of presence about him even just on an image that i i noticed in passing on atlantis i was but like you said the dreadlocks the look the beard i get it there was something Mm. special about him and then i guess for me it all came after but i i guess i'm not too far away in an atlantis sort of episode count level i don't know we'll find out soon i don't know yeah i don't want you to tell me whether he's in part three of uh of the well, not part three of the, what the two part season finale. It's it's all confusing. It's We're going to talk guess. about it today. It, oh, okay, good. Oh, sorry, I thought you meant episodes. Oh, right. Oh, Another. well, I've already forgotten. <laughs> you know what the thing is? I've already forgotten what I just said, so I haven't spoiled it for myself, uh, and you haven't spoiled it using my own logic. So we are going to talk about the uh, two part of the three-part season finale and everything else, Stargate Atlantis of season one. We are going to go through and do our ranks as we do at the end of each and every season of Stargate, whether it be SG-1 or Atlantis. And uh, yeah, I'm the newbie for Stargate mm-hmm. Atlantis. Like I said, I've never seen Momoa because this is as far as I've ever gotten. I, I first watched Atlantis the minute that it was released on DVD in Australia. God knows whether that was ahead of TV, probably. And uh, I watched the pilot episode and never went back. Not for lack of liking it, but I just, for whatever reason, never did. Love Stargate. And here I am with you guys uh, talking Atlantis season one. So uh, hmm. we're going to do There is a lot of hesitance when you're jumping from Stargate SG-1 initially to Atlantis because you feel like you're betraying the team. 
So you're like, uh, it's not <laughs> yeah. my SG one. Yeah, what if you? I go don't want to cheat on more with this yeah. new team. Yeah, whoever but, yeah. these guys are. Yeah, so I, I mean, think the yeah. hardest thing for me to get on board, I remember going back to when Atlantis first dropped, was the digital gate. I just couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah. Get on board the the, the, the little light up digital LED gate. I was like, oh, you get know. used to it, but I yeah. Wonder, I still wonder, is it corny? I, I still don't feel as connected to it as I do like a Milky Way gate. Mm. Yeah, I like the DHD a lot. Yeah. yeah yeah but i feel oh. like i feel like the the atlantis um stargate is like a smartphone and mm-hmm. like the, the milky way gate is more like an old school like a flip phone i was gonna say a yeah. pay phone <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's the one your grandma had where you'd want <laughs> oh the rotary dig it, dig it, dig it. no yeah. that's that's the universe gate the universe <laughs> gate is the um is the rotary dial mm. and i guess as far as those opposites go like for sg1 uh, and the gate, but I'm more thinking the gate room. It's kind of like that was they just kind of made that was that's a makeshift gate room because they just obviously they had to bring the gate to um, that facility and just sort of make it work. Whereas Atlantis, the gate room, it, it was like the entire base was built around that thing. Like that's the focal point in a way mm. of um, of Atlantis. So it has much more of a of a presence about it itself, the gate room and whether or not it's because you can have a ship sort of, you know, come down and take off in there. You, you can't have that sort of stuff going. If it doesn't fit through those blast doors at Cheyenne Mountain, <laughs> it ain't going through the gate, guys. Yeah. I'm sorry. You know, you've got to make this thing work. So, yeah. And I guess Atlantis never addressed the fact either too. It's like the gate is like submerged into the floor, but when the gate activates, it doesn't like take a big chunk out of the floor. It's just a perfectly smooth surface. Yeah. All the way through. And they never quite yeah, addressed that. But it doesn't that. touch the kawoosh, mate. It's just the event horizon. Yeah, true. good point. Good this point. Is true. Good point. I just Damn feel it. like there's, there's same like with a, that. Same with like a smiley SG1, face legend, a smiley face piece of um of um event horizon. Yeah, That's there was it's... probably an ancient laborer who worked really hard on those symbols and the bottom of the gate, and that's just not being seen by anybody. Like yeah. it's all in the control it's buried. It's just in the control. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well. So well, we're going to start at the bottom. Unfortunately, don't we? That's how usually how we do yeah, these well, things. New year, new rank. I've um, I did mine a little bit different this time. Normally, I'm very much so OCD that I've got to have like equal amounts in all three of my categories. But this time, because we've got what did I work out? We've got 17 episodes all up. There's 20 episodes in total, but we've got three two-parters. We normally count those, you know, together. So we've got 17 that we can rank. I actually did. Top seven, what middle about, seven, uh, bottom what about three. The eye in that? I did the eye and the storm as as one. So I did rising, siege, and storm and eye. I classified all of those as a two parter. Okay, have that's what I. I was gonna... could, but did I we do that be... in the. I can't remember what we did in the podcast. Now, did we do siege? We I did feel like as, we, we did it yeah, as we, one pod. We did we? do it as a two part, and I will say that because I. Okay. Uh, the storm came first, right? And then the eye. And I never yeah. watched the eye before the podcast. So I did a podcast. Right. I literally seen half of a two parter that we covered, which was really strange when you guys were like, yeah. And then oh, this that's person, unusual. this person died. And I'm like, I know what. <laughs> that's right. Um, I, had to, I had to give you like a 30 second like <laughs> recap of the episode before we press record. Yeah. I'm like, please catch me up. I want to want to make it sound like I know what I'm talking about. This has only been going on for <laughs> yeah. years. 
one day I'll master it. Yes. Okay. Well, Maddie, what do you say? A seven? I did, seven I did a and... top seven, a middle seven, and then a bottom three, just because I feel like controversial. I feel like the bottom three are real bottom three, whereas mm. like the bottom of my middle section, I feel like there's a there's quite a, a big gap in terms of quality. I'm looking at my fourth uh, to the bottom and I, I could probably say that, yeah, I'm like, yeah, that seems to me looking back on it. I mean, I'm pretty fond of everything in my first watch through of Atlantis. So probably be different for you guys once you've rewatched and rewatched that you go, okay, it's really easy to, to trim the fat a little bit. But for me, I'm looking at what is my fourth away from the bottom and I could easily say, yeah, that's a, that's a middle ground sort of episode. So I could work with that. Um, Should we do our quick um, refresher? We'll just run through each episode chronologically and quickly remind everybody of what episode, like what happened in each episode very quickly. What it is. Yep. All right. So we got episodes one and two was rising, obviously the pilot. We all know that one. Next episode was hide and seek. So that was the Athosians and the little kid. Um, with the the transporter lifts and all that. Oh, kind that's of the stuff. one with where McKay has the yeah the shield, um, the, the shield body shield and the green, the, 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 mist, the the shadow creature that was oh, yeah. running around running the around personal Atlantis. protective device. Hmm. Yep. Uh, then after that one, we had thirty eight minutes, which was stuck in the back of the puddle jumper with the bug on Shepard's chest as we're counting down the clock. Good fun. Uh, number five, oh, sorry, not number five, just the next one was uh, Suspicion, which is um, where they're episode four. Episode four, just yeah, sorry, I'm reading the thing where it says five, where they all think Taylor's a um, Wraith collaborator. A She's a yeah, ooh, collaborator. I love that. I was getting nervous because I'm looking at my thumbnail on IMDb and it looks like it's the SGA version of the Emancipation Knife Fight, according to the thumbnail. <laughs> yeah, totally. Because it's how dare <laughs> it's Taylor in like a greenery outdoor setting and it looks like she's fighting with someone with melee weapons and I'm getting she's got real sticks. nervous. Sticks, yeah, remember they, right. they had that that fight on the planet because they set up the trap, the ambush for those wraith, and she yeah, she has like a one on one fight with a with a wraith guy. Oh uh, yeah, in a, in a field. Yeah, stuff. Was it staff the? And it was it her necklace arm. or something that did that? Yes, that's what we because we found a necklace in the pilot, and then mm. we find it in this episode that her necklace has the um the trap. Was it that, or did we just fill that in that it should have been that? No, because we said it. Oh, that's right. We said it too early. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the pilot. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. So after that was childhood end with all those kids on the planet under the shield. That God, that was one of the greatest. Boy, that would be one of the first ones I'd name in my list. Um, where they all had to off themselves and they hit whatever age, whatever ubiquitous age it was. Then we had poisoning the well, which was that weird. Oh, the sp- Hoffins. Oh, well done. Yeah. Which I, was, I was about to say the steampunk planet where you know. Carson's doing all that stuff and trying to get his end in with the um, the doctor. Right. They develop what is it like a, a like a vaccine to the wraith bite and Ooh, they're don't, dying say, don't say vaccine Ooh, now. We don't want our don't podcast say the V word. No, we are neither for nor against it. Um, <laughs> and by that definition, we are neither for nor against COVID nineteen, and we do not believe or yeah. that it exists or doesn't exist either. Mm. So yeah, uh, we have no opinion. Well, not where its origins may or may not have come from. Yeah. <laughs> but we will say that origins of Stargate, Stargate origins, s- that is sucked. shit. So yes, we, we that's, definitively that's, have yeah. an opinion on that. 
there's scientific proof that is <laughs> yeah that's, that's a fact uh, undeniable uh... undeniable proof <laughs> uh so after poisoning the well was underground where we meet the janai where they start uh... out as like what do you call them the amish and then turns out they've got like radioactive guys you've got a giant bunker underground what? yeah you're making nuclear weapons well done <laughs> uh and then we've got home that weird one with the 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 misty aliens who make everyone think that they're back in sg oh yeah that was, all that was like that early own, wow yeah they're all living yeah. like their own individual versions of of traveling back to um stargate command then we've got the two two-parter the uh set phrase i hate mitchell the uh mid-season finale you're a big fan of that <gasps> um, of the storm and the eye so that's the janai coming back Kolya! god um, and that fantastic knife again another great knife fight between that red-headed chick and taylor um yeah, at like the, end. the one that we never see again they take her prisoner or whatever but we never see her again um after that one of brennan's favorites the defiant one desert yeah, planet baby. with the super old wraith and the the guy they were never gonna get a cop through. Um, oh, the famously the, the first of the trilogy of shit following on from the two part mid season, right? I, oh I, yeah, well done, Mitchell. Yeah, I believe that was the case. It was like yeah, the storm in the eye, great, and then after that, just settle back for a little while and don't get too excited for a few <laughs> weeks. Except then that proved me wrong because the next one after that was Hot Zone. Which uh, was a bit of a, uh, a slow burn. Well, that was where they had the um, like the fear, um, the fear virus, where they were all like freaking out when oh, they got exposed yeah, yeah, to yeah. the virus and everything like that. Which ended up being not too bad. After that was Sanctuary with the um, the ascended being that that Carson was being inappropriately flirty with. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was and, sort of living there like some kind of like pariah, right? Like sort of some kind of you know, mystic sort of hermit. Yeah, but... just a god of a planet mm. and then turned into lightning or whatever she did. Gaia, the spirit of the earth. <laughs> Gaia. Uh, then after that, Before I Sleep, uh, which is old Weir, where she goes oh, back yeah. in time and, and finger bangs herself all over the... Um... <laughs> That's right. God, yeah, she did, didn't she? <laughs> all over the station for oh, 10,000 Up until years. this point, oh, anyone listening could kind of take us at our word what these episodes were about. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we break that. It's canon. It's canon. I mean, I don't, I, you know, I'm not a big fan of, um, what do you call it, like slash fiction or fan fiction, but it's canon now. She finger banged herself yeah. all over that, all over the We all, all, we the all thought about it. Yeah. DNA, so, DNA is just covering that place. Yeah. Uh, after that was the Brotherhood, that cool like Indiana Jones one where they're like searching and Collier comes back and they've got to find all the stones. Oh, yep. And yep. There's all the laser pointers in the cave and all that kind of stuff. Uh, then we've got the um, the clip show, Letters, Letters from Pegasus, mm-hmm. where everyone writes um, letters back home. Uh, after that is the gift where Taylor finds out, you've got some rare DNA, dear. <laughs> would you like some <laughs> would yeah. you like some of dna in you at least some scottish uh and then after that is the siege part one and two where um the wraith finally arrive nice all right who wants to um give their their bottom three uh i'll go first so not to be uh you know perhaps swayed by anybody i look to be honest i can't be swayed by anything because um i have only seen all these once as we've covered and they kind of all even I'm on them just zero. Went, hey, 
some of them zero time. <laughs> no, no, I have seen everything. Thankfully, with with I didn't take that chance with Atlantis. Like I did eventually watch uh, the. Oh, I didn't watch it for the podcast. I didn't go ah, back and watch it. So well well, I have seen all of Atlantis through. There are still a couple of missing it. What was that one you really want me to watch? Uh, of SG one that I still haven't after a couple of years. Uh, the first one. First ones. Got it. I'd almost yeah. forgotten what it was called, let alone the fact that I have to watch no. it for you. I don't think Reese ever ended up going back to do Core I. I still don't think he's ever actually seen oh, Core I. Why would you though? I mean, I think we <laughs> yeah. we covered plenty on the he almost I think I think watching the episode might ruin the podcast for him. And that podcast is outstanding. So <laughs> why would you bother? Okay, my uh, third uh, from the bottom of uh, season one of Atlantis, Childhood's End. Yep, fair. God, I'm going to be really nervous with, I think, most of this, except for my top three, maybe, because <laughs> even after we just ran through everything, then I'm still struggling. Uh, number two, Poisoning the Well. Mm-hmm. And my bottom one, and I'm not even going to be able to give you a good reason why. Uh, maybe we can talk about it further, or I can pull up the uh, synopsis once again on my television <laughs> behind my camera. Sanctuary. Yeah. Wow. Mitchell. Ooh. Mm. That is a three for three snap. Oh, bullshit. I have the exact same three in the exact same order. Well, hopefully you can explain why a little bit. Digital high five. Okay, great. (laughs) We'll send that through. (laughs) (laughs) Sanctuary was terrible. It's just John, like, we finally, like, the first and only time this season we meet and speak to an ascended being. And it's like, she comes back, but then she's like, I can't, I've got to go. Like, it made no sense. It made absolutely no sense. <laughs> yeah. And then Carson Which just I, being- To me, it always reminds, like if she, if she, if her skin was green, then this would be a Star Trek episode. Like, Oh yeah, it totally, I think they even referenced it in it. The original they, series. Yeah, yeah, where they actually like, uh, McKay calls Yeah, that, yeah McKay Kirk. calls him. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it makes no sense. And she's like, she's posing as a high priestess for their god who is also her it's like really yeah <laughs> none of it made any sense yeah i i now that you're saying that i kind of want to almost switch because I, I i get it. it wasn't a great episode i think just for me it's that first time watch sort of you know glazed eyes sort of thing because i don't know maybe just the the idea i mean we did touch on this in the podcast so i remember at least that much that it was like hey we're actually dealing with an ancient here we're dealing with like you know and a, an, a you know very very old being and we're not doing anything with it not so much from within the characters because they might not really grasp the importance of this but narratively of the show itself and the fact that it's doing something that the original series didn't do or hasn't done yet in seven and a half seasons and these guys have the opportunity in that galaxy to do something that sg1 cannot because of those rules and they haven't. So, yeah, for that, mm. I think mm. I can understand why it sat so low for me yeah. um, as the season went on. To me, also, I think I also have a little bit of a throwback to, like, maternal instinct and anything that we see that involves Oma Dasala. And it's like, it's like Oma Dasala, but imagine if Daniel tried to fuck her. Like, <laughs> you know, like, which, to be fair, early seasons, Daniel could have entirely tried to do that because that's what he did. Don't limit it to early seasons, Daniel. But because uh... <laughs> no, remember we worked. Out, I worked. Out, um, he he bangs a whole bunch of chicks up until the point Sharae dies. That's right. And then he stops banging random chicks on planet. <laughs> if you've already cooked the meal, can we? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a short, it's a shorter version. Okay. We... <laughs> 
<laughs> Quick, insert the pan flute. Insert the pan flute and that'll be perfect. <laughs> um, but I take the fact like her punishment for intervening or whatever was she had to look after that planet for the rest of like eternity. But then she just jumps on the puddle jumper and goes back to Atlantis and hangs out with them for like a couple of days until mm. like, they like call her out on a bullshit. And she's like, oh, I can't leave my planet. Bye. <laughs> and that's yeah. the end. And then the Wraith just happened to show up while she's away. I'm like, come on, mm. buddy. What was your bottom three, Brennan? All right. So third last, I've got Childhood's End. Oh, bang. That's boom. All three of us, same. And... This is a toss-up for me, but I've given the second worst the gift, mm-hmm. just because I just it it didn't it had no resolution. And it yeah, just was all over the shop. And the thing that I thought the resolution was actually was just part of my imagination, being that I thought that she that Taylor found the wraith in the city, but she never did. So that was mm. just me yeah. adding things in as a fan writer and. Uh, the worst episode for me that's going to throw you a bit, I think, is Underground with the Jedi. And mainly because I hate the Jedi. And I, I was going to say that, that track. Really boring. You, yeah. yeah, you were very, very critical of anything Jedi um, when we did, we did Underground. So, yeah. no, that, that tracks for me for you. It's and really, same as, yeah. same as the I just gift. find it boring. I feel like we actually, during the episode, we actually ended up writing like a better script version of the yeah. game. <laughs> Totally. Um, it wasn't hard. So now it's like we have that in our heads going, well, that's our internal head cannon. And then you watch the episode and you go, oh, oh, yeah. this is rough. This is rough. Yeah. And then there's a whole bunch, which probably I would have had in the bottom. So I would have had like a middle three because there's so many episodes that I'm like, I barely remember those. Mm. Even though I've seen them a dozen, half a dozen times. It's just mm. I can't can barely Plus remember. it's taken us like a full, like what, 18 that's months true. to um <laughs> to get through this season yeah i wonder what it is for you guys though like if, if you're feeling like that brennan i that okay fair enough you probably have watched sg1 two or three times more than you would have watched any atlantis episodes but the idea that you have watched them multiple times and that you probably would have watched atlanta uh, sg1 half as many times as you would have watched atlantis but they're much more memorable for for whatever reason i wonder what what it is about it that makes them stick in your mind a little bit more because i mean i'm gonna i I Mm. would say that i would feel the same way i mean i've watched sg1 obviously a couple of times over now and even if i stopped watching it and just focused on atlantis and rewatched atlantis two or three times more i would probably still be the same but i've had 20 years of watching Mm. sg1 experience well didn't you say very early on brendan like normally for a rewatch you would do like rising 38 minutes storm in the eye defiant one and then the finale, yeah. and you're kind of done. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm yeah. Very, usually in my rewatch, I do. I'm that. very much like that know. with um, and I'll get to that's one for this, but the very first season of DS9, it's not great, and you can get through the whole thing in about four episodes, and they're all very much standalone. There's v- nowhere near as much connectivity as there is in the first season of of Atlantis. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, I, I rewatched like three episodes, and I'm like, on to season two. Yeah, and I think that pretty pretty much what you said the the episodes that i actually do watch are my top seven anyway so that makes total sense mm, yeah the rest are very and i think as well i don't know maybe sg1 it's because it was so new and exciting to me especially when i got the box sets that i you know made sure i knew every episode what it was called 
and they're pretty easy, especially the first two, three seasons of SG One, like mm, Thor's yeah. Hammer. You got you remember what that is about, yeah. Um, whereas these, some of these ones are just strange names. Yeah, that's a fair call, actually. Like yeah, the, um, poisoning the well. What does what does that mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I think <laughs> if you had yeah, have said my... the Hoffins, if it had been Hoffin, you'd be like, oh yeah, I kind of remember that. Yeah. Mm. I'm usually pretty good with seasons two and three of Atlantis. I think that's probably a, for me, the peak of quality, but then also the peak of like my mm. knowledge. Cause I think they're, they're what I typically rewatch the most. Sometimes people, someone will throw out like an, a season four or season five episode of Atlantis. And I'm like, huh, what, what is that? I like, I've got no idea <laughs> until someone like explains. I'm like, Oh, that's right. That that's that episode but I couldn't tell you whether it was like season four, season five, season one. Like it's, you know, there's a few like that where I'm just like, oh. mm. yeah, I'm surprised. And I'm, I'm nowhere near the encyclopedic sort of, you know, knowledge bearers that you guys are for SG one, but even just through doing the podcast for years, I want to say 90% of them, you could just say a name and I'd be like, yes, yeah, sweet. Yeah, no, I know exactly what mm. that episode is for, mm. just from a title. Whereas yeah, this, I maybe three episodes and that's including like I'm saying three one of those might be a double episode where I'd be like oh yeah I know I know what that is for for SGA but I want to say that Stargate overall it might be the only show that I watch that I am aware you know, of the, titles, the titles are like okay they had the title yeah, pop up agree. obviously but still I try to avoid that, like anyway, because I try to train myself not to read credits because sometimes in shows they go, oh, mm. and special guest starring, and it'll ruin a cameo that's you know in the last five minutes of an episode. So yeah. I'm just surprised that I, I can't even think of any other TV show that I am even really aware of what the episode is called. And even if I am, if you would ask me, oh, do you remember season three of this episode? I'd be like, no, at all, like at all. Maybe 24. If you go, hey, you know, in 24, and like you know, at 10 o'clock, I'd be like, oh, episode 10. Yeah, cool. I remember roughly what happened then. That's not because it's literally named after when it's set. But other than that, I think Stargate really holds mm. like a very special place for me that it's the only show that I remember episode titles. I've never seen The Office either, like not, not the Gervais version or the US version. Do you know if they name their episodes or do they just number them? Because I've noticed, like I've been recently watching um, Ricky Gervais' show Afterlife. And I noticed he doesn't even bother naming those episodes. It's just episode one, episode two. I mean, he only has six episodes a season. Yeah. But he's just like episode I think six. That, yeah, I think he does it. that in all of his. Yeah, okay. Or except extras, he writes the name of the famous person. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. Yeah, well, I, I think yeah. I, that first stood out for me with The Mandalorian was, I think, for season one and two, they just were chapters, chapter one, chapter two. Mm, Whereas now right. they're doing it with Boba Fett. It makes sense because it's called The Book of Boba Fett. Like, had they not have done The Mandalorian like that and they got The Book of Boba Fett, chapter two, you'd be like, that's a little on the nose. But it's like, <laughs> oh, it's kind of it's kind of season three of what you're doing. So that's just how you're naming them. And then you don't have to come up with some kind of quirky title or something. So um, Is that any good? Boba Fett. Yeah. I haven't seen episode three yet, which is out now that we're recording. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's fine. I, I, episode one and two. I, I Episode two, I watched. I was so tired. And there was some exciting shit going on. Then there was some like dialogue free stuff going on. And I was like in and out. 
it's yeah. like it's okay i i yeah like it we're recording this like five days four days after episode three premiered and like haven't watched it i really want to but like i'm not like killing myself that i haven't seen it like a lot of other shows that are dropping weekly nowadays where like i'm dying to see it on day one so episode two is a lull mm. there's a lot of sand people stuff and it's just like oh really well oh i see that's kind of the same as mandalorian number two is kind of a bit of a lull yeah, and then start of because it's village people. Book of Boba Fett is basically it's it's almost like taking part in two time frames. There's a lot of flashbacks to, you know, when Boba first escaped from the Sarlacc pit. So you find out all that stuff, and it runs concurrently oh, okay. to what's That's happening cool. post Mandalorian, like post mm. you know him taking over um, Jabba's palace. Um, so it's like every time they cut back to him on Tatooine with the the um sand people i'm like oh god we're doing but in episode three it's like they cut back to it and i'm like oh no but they're only there for a few minutes and then it's more current stuff which is good i did i did send a picture through to mitchell the other day and i was like you'll know when you see it it's just a picture i just sent a picture of um three hipsters on vespers oh Um, that was you i I knew i'd seen something i'd seen also (laughs) someone else online compare it to back to the future 2 with biff yeah and his mates in the future when i say future of course 2015 Um, you'll know what that is um when you watch the episode but there's there's an an amazing character in um introduced in episode two like probably the most badass looking character ever introduced in star wars history who does nothing in episode two Mm. but he does some cool shit in episode three okay that's good because uh, and this is a really long answer to Brendan saying, "Is that any good?" Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, um, but that, yeah. I think that's I'll just where, give like, you the whole. Point. Yeah, Brendan's <laughs> regretting where, asking that question now. That's where the fandom, and I don't think this is ruining anything because I haven't seen anything about it. Yeah. It's just where the fandom really kicks in so hard. Where like I had someone text me uh, the Wednesday night it dropped. The Thursday and the Friday. I don't think I got to watch it until the Saturday every day. Have you seen it yet? Have you seen it? Like, I think my favorite character ever just debuted and all this other shit. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, I think I've got to have a look at this. A poster came out of this character. And as I mean, Disney Plus for Marvel and Star Wars, they give a poster to every new character that ever comes out. Um, and I'm like, this, geez, this character must do a lot. And it's like, no, they did nothing. Didn't say anything. Absolutely. Literally did nothing except walk into the shot and walk out. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay. Which so- I feel like is very, um, you know, perfect considering that's kind of how Boba Fett was introduced and became one of those badass characters yeah. ever. Yeah. So I, I kind of like that. Continuity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what was old, mate? What was Flash? Gordon? It definitely wasn't worth the movie. I'm, I'm glad that they went. I'm glad they went with this style. Yeah, yeah. I don't movie. think he, that would have been a waste. he's he's worth a movie. Same as you know, when you look at Solo and Rogue One, it's like they could have been actually really good Disney Plus shows mm. as well. Mm. Yeah, Rogue yeah, One actually. Like, and I'm, I'm out of this three, I'm definitely on, on on my own hill. I like Rogue One, but that would have actually been a really interesting series because. Mm-hmm. Could have been like a little spy series or something like that. So yeah, you're right. Um, yeah. I'm just thinking. As far as comparing Bounty Hunters Boba Fett, like he was who he was in the, in the original trilogy, and people like lauded him for deck. Oh my god, he's the baddest character in the galaxy. And I, I watched <laughs> that. And I'm like, who? This guy does nothing. Like I don't. I don't read EU. When you talk about him purely in those three films, like what was Flash Gordon and and um, 
in Stargate. Well, uh, Aris, Aris, Aris Bok. Aris Bok. Like, he, he, he had more backs. He, he had more oomph yeah. in him for me in his own mm. universe than what Boba Fett did yeah. in the original Star Wars trilogy. And that's that's very sacrilegious to say in the side. What if there's people out there who think the most badass character in SG1 is Aris Bok? That'd be interesting. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Race does. Oh, he did actually, didn't he? He really loved Aris Bok, didn't he? <laughs> Behind yeah. Tilk, obviously. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That'd be a very small like gathering of fans that like Lord Aris Bok. Yeah, just writing um, Aris Bok fanfic. Yeah, I I'd like Aris Bok too. I'd give it a look. I'd give it a look. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mitchy, what's your middle seven? Uh, okay, I'll start from the bottom. Now we're here. Um, my t- uh, bottom of the uh, of that middle seven is uh, a sample of Brennan's bottom three, The Gift. Um, that was the one that I was saying. It, I think about that. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty middle of the road. But yeah, I fully, I, I see and I understand and I agree with all Brennan's problems with it that it didn't really go anywhere. And it, mm. it really says a lot because that took me, I want to say, four different sit downs over That's two weeks. Right. To finish watching that episode, not because, <laughs> and it wasn't like a painful, like, oh my god, after ten minutes, I have to turn this off. But I was just doing other stuff, <laughs> and it, like, I'm a big, I hate watching a film for the first time in separate viewings. I, mm. I, I, I get itchy when I hear about these people like, ah, oh, I started watching the Avengers last night, and I'm like, okay, right, cool, cool. What do you mean? And like, oh, we watched like thirty minutes of it, and then we turn it off. And I'm like, what the? How do you? How do you how do you get the flow of the film is about tone it's about flow it's about the speed the the, the pacing what do you how do you uh, whatever I can't do it and TV for me is the same I feel like I'm doing it a disservice if I don't press play or turn it on and watch it all the way through in one sitting for the first time second repeat tenth repeats it it's any anything goes but yeah the the gift I just every time I turn it on I'm like am I in another dream sequence like what kind of vision am I having here and then when she he was it revealed that yeah she's part of eighth and i'm like i think i already knew that or is it just that lackluster of a twist or reveal that <laughs> yeah. i just don't yeah. care because yeah like you guys didn't spoil anything for me but that episode gets like what 15 20 minutes in they're like yeah she's got some wraith in her i'm like oh yeah so what um yeah, actually, because now, you already knew that she had that kind of psychic yes. kind of mm. ability or her father had it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it like it made yeah. sense. It worked, but you know, whatever. So okay, that's the gift. Uh, above that is home, which is yeah. which one? That's the, uh, the, the Hammond like, one. Uh, yeah. yeah, Hammond comes back and and McKay, Shepard, and Weir all have their own separate right. experiences of being back on Stargate Command. Yeah, maybe it was that we uh, went... Did she have further scenes with the boyfriend that was um, oh, Carter's Nareem. stalker? Oh, I Nareem, right? I think she had Nareem more episodes. scenes with him, and I'm like, I didn't see the point of him being in episode one, let alone again, why? Um, maybe. But other than yeah. that, like the idea of him going back, but then when it's a fake out, and it's just, oh, it's the mist. Okay, yeah, yeah. thanks very much. Um, Suspicion is uh, the next one up for me. Hide yep. and Seek. Yep. Uh, the Defiant one. Uh, letters oh, from Pegasus. Okay, Brendan, is that all right? <laughs> <laughs> now you can hold it against me, but remember, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> so what about one, two, three, four, five letters from Pegasus, and then what the hell is Hot Zone? Please tell me. Maybe yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> Hot Zone was the fear virus. Remember, they're exploring. Okay, 
Yeah. Uh, You're exploring down below. I mean, you keep saying that, but I still don't remember <laughs> And then just say the words, skipped? Did I skip this one? No, are you there? Because they, they, they put it in quarantine and then there's those idiots who are like breaking quarantine. It was, oh, that's oh, it. It was too real, mate. Right. Yeah. And then it was they're very... like, don't break quarantine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we we're going through it. So, you know, we 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 weren't ready for it to be fictionalized. Well, also, yeah, we've yeah. already said quarantine we so and vaccine in this in this podcast. Like, how we don't want to go for oh, the that's trilogy. Right. Don't go. Yeah, because <laughs> you had the shits that that um, Shepard was breaking quarantine, and I was like, no, he has to because otherwise everyone's going to get. That's infected. right. <laughs> we we had a yeah. real like yeah 2020, <laughs> 2021 yeah. conversation. Like, well, now yeah. he's just bit. He's not doing the right. thing. Yeah. You know, Shepard's an anti-vaxxer, but <laughs> no, he's, he's an anti-masker. He's like, he's like, I have an, guys, I have an exemption. He's not, I he's, he's I not anti any, guys. He's not anti anything. He's just pro-choice. Yeah, he's pro, <laughs> he's pro sweatband. Yeah, he's pro. I don't need a mask. He's I can pro where, heading back to Serbia. Yeah, okay, I can go it. wherever I want. Yeah, I don't need a mask. I got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that is my middle seven uh, bottom gifts, and up the top hot zone. We were very, very close there, Mitch. We had a lot of the same in the middle there. My number fourteen spot was home. Uh, up from there, the gift, uh, suspicion, mm. uh, hide and seek, the defiant one, letters from Pegasus, <laughs> and underground. The Janai. Janai. Like it's not bad. But there's definitely way better Janai. Not that there's any really fantastic Janai episodes. Probably one, the Eye. But yeah, probably the Eye yeah. and the Storm is the closest yeah. like good Janai episode you get. And if, there is there is one in season two. I think it's where, and this is maybe a pseudo spoiler, but it's where we're introduced to Todd, kind of. That's not a bad episode. But oh I would, yeah, I would call that more of a Wraith episode than a Janai yeah, episode. Yeah, that's a Wraith. Despite the Janai being in it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's different. Because the Wraith are in it. So I think that's the biggest issue that I have with the Janai is that okay, they're just humans. And not that that's an issue because SG1 is just a whole galaxy of humans as well. But can we like at least is say what you will about the replicators, at least they weren't humans. Yeah. Until later. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like but I mean, you know, even though the actors are human. That you could still use your imagination to say these are aliens. Yeah, I, I feel like the Janai are kind of like the Janai for Atlantis are what like the Russians are for SG One. It's like okay, yeah, or the, mm. the the trust. That's what it was to me. Yeah, it's too much it's like, like the trust. Similar, similar. Um, you know, uh, what do you call it? Um, technological level. Even mm. though the Janai sort of hide it, just very different to us on a philosophical level and the way that they approach, you know, how to protect themselves against the wraith and all that kind of stuff. And they're like, sometimes they're an ally, sometimes they're an adversary. We can never really trust them. Back, but it's like, well, at least with SG One, we know what Russian we know Russians, so it's like we can kind of yeah. connect to that a little bit. Whereas the Janai, we just never really know, and there's no real connection to them. So it's just like, and I feel like whatever. you can't really blame the entire race on those one. And those two dickheads that are in mm. charge of the military. Yeah. Which I is think, a shame. Because I, I reckon think, if most of the Jedi found out that we're in contact with Atlantis, they'd be like, yes, we're saved. <laughs> Whereas <laughs> like, no, we're going to kill them. It's I like, think the Jedi were. Do you really victim. care? They just got to bug up their butt. 
I think they were victim to actor availability as well too. Cause I know in one of the episodes, it's like they want to bring back a certain character that actor was unavailable. So they kind of had to write around it mm. and say, Oh, there was a coup. Something happened. Now we're dealing with this person instead. Right. And just kind of, and it's like, Oh, Oh, yeah. it didn't, it didn't fit quite right. Well, I mean that I can just blame Giro for that. So that's fine. <laughs> If there's one thing I look forward to with a rewatch of Atlantis, it's that I start to hate the Janai as much as you guys do because I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, they're kind of annoying. But, like, whenever they're brought up, whenever there's an episode coming up, you guys are like, oh, the Janai. Like, I just don't I don't have that yet. And I feel like I'm missing out, to be totally honest. I feel like I'm out of the joke. All right? I feel like I'm being laughed at. I like, think it's the, the thing, Even if like, you don't know, I know. why, you just... I know Brendan hates their uniforms and also obviously their Amish outfits are pretty damn terrible with all the ruffles and stuff. But it's like, I don't mind the military uniforms, but the hats were just one step too far for me. They didn't need yeah. military hats as well. They're literally underground. Why do they need hats? <laughs> you don't know what kind of radiation that shit's got going on. I mean, maybe, maybe hats. Yeah, they're they're, they're tinfoil lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brendan is right though. I should just jump on board because I should take some, some wonderful inspiration from Reese where... From the outset, and I get, I get that he's related to Brendan and he's been around this feeling, but like very early on, Brenda uh, Reese was was vocalizing his hatred. And some of my favorite moments of this podcast is listening to Reese say the two words "fucking Cooper," like <laughs> like from way before Reese even knew what that meant, he yeah. was saying "fuck." Cooper and it made me so happy and now it makes me happy thinking about it so or the, or the flip should... side his love of Walter before yes. Walter even had the name Walter yeah he was true. on board yeah. Walter love we're like oh yeah Reese this guy you have to love okay <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't even got a name but you have to love yeah. it yeah. but it's Walter yeah. just and so it, you know and in then season we... five he gets called Walter so retroactively yeah. he's now Walter yeah. he doesn't have a name yet but when he does he has four <laughs> and they change. <laughs> they change it. Yeah, very similar to you guys. Um, suspicion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sanctuary. What was that kid's Hot name? Zone. I can't remember his name now. I remember it was Suspicion. Um, yeah, Harlan's son. What was his name? The little kid. I can't remember it. See? That's, son. No. Yeah. I'm yeah, that's the, the kid that was like playing high oh, and, right. and got transported. I can't even remember his name. That's how forgettable he is. Crayon? <laughs> crayon. That's it. Change approved. From now on, it's crayon. He'll never be in a class with the same with a kid the same name, you know? <laughs> it's not even in this synopsis. Like a, yeah, wow. Like it's kind of funny. Harlan and his annoying son, Crayon. <laughs> <laughs> Is that that's not his name, is it Harlan? That's the oh sorry, not Harlan. Sorry, what what did we say? Oh what yeah, you... it's I don't even hey hey Ron. I don't know. <laughs> oh my hey, god. Hey Ron. Hey hey Ron. <laughs> hey, hey, Ron. Wow, hey, you can hey, tell Ron. it's been a while. I feel like the kid's name was like Jinto, but I think crayon's better. Oh yeah, Sint, yeah, Jinto's. Jinto sounds right. familiar. I don't know. Again, someone's screaming at us right now, but yeah. Again, we couldn't Google this because why would Holly Holly Corbett's like Google it. It's like it's not on. It's not on Google. Holly. I am. I'm on the Stargate Wiki, and it doesn't say. 
Anyway. Some characters and information from this episode were edited out for being boring. Hauling. Hauling is Christopher Heidel's character. Not Hauling. Harlan, not Harlan. Hauling. And yeah, Jinto. Jinto with the J for some reason. I always imagine it would give you the G. The soft G. All right. And anyway, I've derailed um, Brendan's. Yeah. Brendan's All good. List. Hot zone, then home, only because I didn't watch home. So that's just <laughs> in there. <laughs> I wasn't even a part of the podcast. Hide and seek. No, I had that higher. Brotherhood, poison the well, hide and seek. Wow. I didn't think poisoning the well would be that high. Me neither. <laughs> in a move that shocked everyone yeah <laughs> yeah well, i literally all i remember from that episode is like a montage of like um oh that's true of carson the... and the the blonde doctor just like yeah. looking into into microscopes and playing with beakers like that mm. that's all i remember that entire episode yeah sounds there's hard. a lot of that Gonna need a montage. Montage. I'm 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 now happy we're out of that zone. Yeah. And into the number ones. All right. Well, my top seven. And even then, it's probably not until we get to the top that it's any good. All right. (laughs) Um, number seven. (sighs) Underground. But if I was aware that they're wearing hats underground, it'd be so far down this list. Okay, I wasn't aware I of the like that situation. Just, I feel like that's just where it landed. <laughs> it is. It is. It's like start from the top, start from the bottom, and oh, underground. Where? Okay, I guess so. Um, Throw 30, that at the board. Thirty-eight <laughs> minutes. I've got it. Number six. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sure. Um, yeah. Number five, the storm and the eye double up. In nice. number five, um, can someone explain to me what again was the Brotherhood? Uh, that's that the, was the one where they had the finding the stones, the, yeah, the stone and keep, went, and Collier oh, shows up. It wasn't very good. And You're right. Okay, the under, underground pit, and let's switch that around. Off. Let's. Sw- I should really put that further down my list. <laughs> you know what? I'm in the middle of my list. I don't Bring the fine ones up, Mitch. I'm doing, do it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it now. I'm not. I can't do anything about defiant ones because it's 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 the first one to me. Let's anything stone. with one in the title. Okay, I'm just going to disagree with obviously. Um, okay, number seven, underground. Number six, the like Brotherhood. Episode one, Star Wars. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it still carries over there, unfortunately. Number five, 38 minutes. Number four, the storm and the eye. Number three, rising, the two part pilots. Number two, before I sleep. No. Nice. Uh, and number one, because I did go on about it, it might just be, you know, recency bias. Um, but number one for me is the two part finale of The Sea. Nice. Nicely done. The Siege is good. I can't wait for you to see this, like part three of the siege. That's yeah, it feels really yeah, it feels crazy to have not still finished it. And um, it's like saying Avengers one and two are the best Avengers movies. Right? Okay. Yeah. Well. It's, like, <laughs> it's like, oh, look, Endgame's good, but it's no Age of Ultron. <laughs> it's like it's like, like saying Lord of the Rings, right, Maddie? Maddie, like Lord of the Rings, one and sure. two, are, like yeah, right? one like and Maddie? two. Hey, I, I actually well, one is for me, one's the best. So. Yeah. I like two the best. Yeah, number two. Uh, Helm, Helm's deep, mate. I mean, yeah, Helm's it's deep. so good. The only reason three let me down, apart from the hundred endings, which I really liked the first watch, 
was that, and we've gone through this, Aragon's speech with all bonds of fellowship. The, yeah. the ad oh, yeah. on the radio gave me goosebumps yeah. and it was a different cut in the movie. Yeah. He yelled it in the trailers. Like, yeah, it was yeah. like Braveheart. What, I, what yeah. I love is I actually want to go back and watch them just because of all the things that I found out now many, many, many years later. Like, Not in and- parodies, mate. If you dare say it's no, like no, no. Some, <laughs> some family guy parody where Seth MacFarlane takes the piss out of it, don't. No, he doesn't don't. even bother. He, he goes straight to... Oh, um, stop it. He goes straight to Star Wars. He's going to do that. <laughs> no, I saw a picture where um, Gandalf is actually wearing Converse through that movie. <laughs> He's That's actually hilarious. wearing he's wearing grey Converse that have been all like distressed and everything. So I'm like, mm. well, I need to go back and see that. And then the the best part for me is when someone pointed out that Legolas and Frodo don't actually speak directly to each other during the <laughs> entire trilogy. They do not speak directly to each other at all. Oh, well, wow. I mean, you don't know that. You get that. <laughs> Have you read the book? Well, not, not on is that, screen. Anyway. Is that the not theatrical cuts or is right. that the, is that the yeah. extended cuts as oh, well? Shit, I didn't think of that. Yeah. Look, and that, that adds another I'm nine hours. Sure. To we my... get the Rivendell, right? The famous, when I say the famous moment, I'm going to say it's because it's in the trailer as well, but the moment where like he's like, hey, I'll take the ring and shove it into into the into the volcano. I'll do that. And who's going to come with me? And Aragorn's like, you have my sword. And then yeah. um, Lego's going to go, bow. and my bow. My... Like, Oh. He was speaking surely to Frodo at that point, but maybe he was speaking he wasn't. to everybody. Yeah, you're point. right. It was yeah. or Legolas just wasn't listening, and he's like, "Oh, we're just saying our weapons." <laughs> yeah, I've got a bow. Yeah, it's sick. <laughs> and then like right at the end, when like there's that weird look bed at me, scene. I'm gorgeous. <laughs> and then look at these when... hands, I've never done a day's work in my life. <laughs> where there's that weird bed scene in one of the fifty endings, where like Frodo wakes mm. up and they're all like, "Oh." And it's all slow-mo. Yeah. And it's like Frodo's like yells out everybody's name as they run That's towards right. him. And then he looks Sam. over at Legolas and just smiles and nods. <laughs> oh, really? Can, so, can someone even tell me who this guy is? Who is this guy again? So what do you mean who he is? He's fired six arrows in three seconds to save your life in the forest, you dead shit. <laughs> so, yeah, I would definitely go back uh, and watch even probably the extended cuts, even though that'll add nine hours to my watch oh, time. Oh, Maddie, just be careful, mate. Be just careful about saying that because uh, you will get an invite real quick to come. That's, that's, mate, that's that, what I'm aiming for. That's what I'm aiming for. I've, I'm still I've waiting longed. to see where the kids, what age I need to have the kids at. To watch that? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, just to appreciate like, it too. I feel like yeah. 12 or 13. Yeah. Well, see, Brennan's, uh, his oldest uh, of his two kids is a year older than my oldest, but uh, your boy Jack is second is only what three months younger than my oldest and yet yeah you are so much more advanced in what you've had them watch in a wonderful education so far uh, to the point where last week we saw some gag of the Simpsons pop up some clip on Facebook my wife and I and uh, and then James was like what is that and we're like I'll show you but you won't get the context it's out of the Simpsons let's go watch the Simpsons so we went and press play in episode one and watched three episodes and I'm like oh this is so cool Brennan was doing this like two years ago <laughs> like I'm so yeah. far behind right now this sucks <laughs> Did Brendan, did you hear about Power Rangers? Mitch has introduced his boys to Power Rangers maybe like what two houses ago, but he won't mm. let them watch it without him because he wants to rewatch it. As at well. least, at least really? until we get to the end of like Mighty Morphin. Once we get into Turbo and they're driving cars, and oh, shit, don't even let mate. them watch Turbo, man. Nah, you I'll can give you, go for it. 
I'll give you my abridged version. I went through years ago. Went through- <laughs> Here's the list, kids. Here's a list. <laughs> Skip, Link, you know, if you enjoy it. Nine to 14 because nothing happens. Skip it. Yeah. <laughs> no, even, like, even the monster of the week's no Jack good. got into Power Rangers a few years ago. Oh, when the movie came out. Mm. Oh, that's yeah. when I, and he watched that a bunch, which was good. I was happy to hear so he it. In, so he hasn't seen background. real Power Rangers yet then? No, the real Power Rangers. When the oh. movie came out, I was starting oh, then he got into the, the original with him. Yeah, nice. So. Has he seen the original movie, like the ninety? No, movie? that no, you need to get him on board. That yeah, I love that. Ivan Ooze. Yeah, just the whole jumping out of a plane at the start of the movie. I'm like, this is great, and yeah. for no reason. Just yeah, fun. for no reason <laughs> on a um on, on a surfboard. A, yeah, on a, on a, a, a snowboard. 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 Yeah. 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 Because he's Tommy. Obviously, he has to have a yeah. snowboard. Like, yeah. why not? <laughs> the rest of them are on skis. <laughs> Excuse me, Power Rangers. Power Rangers, why is Angel Grove now Sydney? No explanation. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Our, our city's massive now. Yeah. And I love that that movie it starts <laughs> with them jumping out of a plane and then segues once they land into the, a montage of them rollerblading through Sydney. Like, yeah. <laughs> rollerblading through Sydney. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's to like a Chili Peppers song, I want to say. Like, Chili that Peppers. Was, yeah. That was. That Chili actually Peppers was covering the, um, higher ground. Oh no, higher ground was at the end of the film. Um, but the Chili Peppers. No, that was Ben Halen. Oh, sorry. No, you're oh, absolutely, absolutely right. I'm sorry. Do not question my no, knowledge question of that film. That no, 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 you're right. So no, but it was the Chili Peppers Instagram, when they were mate. jumping out. It was that. Uh, I have. Keep on trying. Yeah, yeah, that was. I uh, have. Uh, I have the soundtrack to that movie. I bought it. I bought it. I have it on CD. I have oh the my. soundtrack. Let me go. Let me just say a real early two thousands turn. Can I burn that CD off you, bro? Can Absolutely. I do that? Because if uh, anyone, no, I don't have. No, actually, I do have Spotify now. Uh, it's a shared family account, but I. Uh, <laughs> uh, I still, yeah, I'm. I'm not joining this digital the, world. Uh, the classic uh, soap. Uh oh, we're <laughs> in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that, that was that. That's that's just stinks of Power Rangers. That's <laughs> um, uh, good times. No, yeah, I know man. my my middle boy Luke. He's what six? He'll be seven in a couple of weeks. And he said to me the other day, he's like, "Daddy, next time we get pizza, can we go into that room and watch Power Rangers? Because that's what we used to do. My wife was at work. Oh, I remember on I'm, a Friday I've been around one night. Yes, doing that us eating pizza and watching Power Rangers. That's right. Yeah, and we obviously and like you said, we got into it two houses ago. Yeah, I was in a house for years and years and years. That we were in a rental for a couple of months, and now we're in my new house. And so it was. We haven't watched Power Rangers for two houses. So um, I actually and um, I've been in this house for six months now. So it's about time we got back on the um on the Power Rangers train. Brilliant. All right. Uh, all right. I'll I'm do sorry. my um <laughs> my middle seven. I'm uh, sorry. My top seven. Uh, number seven position, Hot Zone, which yeah, I I shat on that all the way through like that was part of that you were saying earlier mitch the the three episode lull after mm. storm in the eye i always sort of put hot zone in there with those until we watched it back this time and i was like actually this episode's not that bad it's actually quite good it's quite enjoyable <laughs> i can't even remember it mm. i can the fear what the happens fear, they're they're exploring um parts of atlantis oh and, and they stumble yeah. into a lab and then there's that virus that makes everyone freak out and have we, like a I think we've said this three time. times like I can't yeah. remember what that was <laughs> it's good it's in, and yeah it's the not even um, drunk <laughs> I think it might even be the first episode where Taylor and John are doing the Escrima like they're in the gym fighting with sticks 
and that's why they're trapped over on that part of the um oh, yeah, of the right. city and then he breaks quarantine to get back to um so uh like security guard control dude. and all that kind of stuff yeah mm. but no i really liked that episode uh my number six position is the two part of the storm in the eye number five 38 minutes number four uh the siege part one and two number three rising part one and two really yeah leading into number two for me the brotherhood i don't know why but i really like that episode wow i really like it remember it was dumb how we thought it was how um mckay's just gave them the last stone oh it's yeah it's in the wall there there it is it's like what what are you doing He's afraid of Collier. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, I, I always seem to forget Collier's going to be in it. I don't know. I just, for some <laughs> reason, I, I really like it. I, don't, I can't explain why. It's just like, okay, all right, I'm in. Um, maybe because it is the follow-up episode to my number one position. There was no, never going to be any doubt. Number one, before I sleep. Yeah. That to me is the be- just the best episode of season one. Well, as someone who is coming into this as a new viewer of Atlantis, if there was an episode that technically had two weirs and it wasn't your number one, yeah, um, that'd be weird. We would we would have pulled up. It'd be weird. With weird with a D. That's what it would be. That's what she was missing for for ten thousand yeah, years. She missed that. Yeah. No, I love like it. And, she know, had those ZPM stuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting the tingle. Strap yourself um, in yeah. and feel the cheese. <laughs> oh, geez. This one wasn't depleted. Woo. Woo. There was 2% left in this one. I should have waited until there was just 1%. Uh, but yeah, like I love time travel stuff. Like I remember um, not really being into Harry Potter. When the first two Harry Potter movies came out, I was like, Okay, yeah, whatever. And then the third one that had the time travel, I was like, yeah, okay, now I'm interested. This mm. is some cool shit. Yeah, that so, was, and it's that got, was still probably my favorite one. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Actually, the last the last three were pretty sweet. I only watched them very recently with the kids. Oh, really? Like I forget. last year. Or the year before, actually. But yeah. A friend yeah. of mine is um a hardcore Harry Potter fan, and I think I went with him to Gold Class to see maybe the last two. Oh. Thing. Yeah, I like them. They're a lot darker. Mm. Yeah, mm. but no, number three, uh, Prisoner of Azkaban is still my favorite because of all the the timey wimey stuff. I love that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that definitely sort of ties into before I sleep time travel stuff and to, like well done time travel stuff. I always really really enjoy. Um, mm. And this has a lot of stuff going forward as well. Like um, yeah, next week when when oh no, it'll be sort of the week after once we um, get into Avalon from um, the first episode of season nine of um, SG-1 ties into um, Before I Sleep in a Way. So, um, yeah, no, love me some Before I Sleep. Really? So what are we, are we doing Siege next week? Yeah, I think we'll have to do Siege. And then I wanted to talk to you guys about, I was thinking about how to do SG-1 because it's kind of like a three-part opener. We have... Avalon part one and two, and then mm. Origin, which I think we need to do all three of those before we come back to Atlantis. Let's do it. Um, but I don't know I'm whether ha- Origin. I kind of miss SG1. Mm. Yeah. And I don't, but I don't know if Origin. Especially, is... I think you probably need it. It's like a new series. Mitch mm. probably need 
Well, yeah, Origin does. He, like, have you pick seen up straight after? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But very like probably. Once. Yeah, maybe twice some of the episodes, like, and that would have only been like if I would have turned them on like free to wear TV and seen a couple of reruns. I never like yeah sat down and and rewatched nine and ten. Mm. I actually do that quite a lot when I'm looking for a rewatch because season nine and ten is such a different kind of Stargate. You don't have to sit through ten mm. seasons. I can just do a quick two season rewatch, mm. and it's kind of does in a lot of ways feel very self contained as its own kind of thing. But, um, but yeah, it's got a two-parter, Avalon part one and two. And the end of Avalon kind of rolls straight into Origin. But I just don't know if Origin is enough of an episode to do like uh, an individual podcast on. So I don't know whether we want to try and do three episodes in one or whether we should split it up and do like Avalon part one and two as one podcast and then Origin as its own podcast before we go back to Atlantis. I guess you guys can watch it and see what you think. Yeah, I feel like we've, and and I, I'm assuming that it's a okay to find episode. I mean, I feel like there's been episodes mm. that have been had nothing doing and that we've hated, and we've still managed to um, inject a little bit of uh, fat around the edges to uh, punch out an episode on its own. So maybe that's our. Why own. did that sound so dirty? Do I? I don't know. It, it's <laughs> I just really like, need to get laid, or it's like I, I was know. trying. And I wasn't, but yeah. (laughs) Hmm. All right, Brendan, what's your top seven? Let's do it. All right. So number seven, I have Rising Part 1 and 2. Oh, wow. I expected Um, that to be a lot higher for you for some reason. I do really enjoy it, but I don't always watch it like on my rewatches. Mainly if I do, I'll watch Part 2. It has too much weird. Um, number six <laughs> uncalled number for six, number six I've got letters from Pegasus um, leadership that's, I think that's the <laughs> that's main reason right. why I like that episode yeah you did actually get me on that too you brought me yeah. around to letters from Pegasus just on just on that and the, yeah, the little scientist who has the crush on, on McKay as well yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, number five, I've got thirty-eight minutes. Even though that's a believe, it, I believe it's a Cooper episode, but it's pretty um, iconic with Atlantis viewers, mm. mainly because two two reasons: they're introducing Shepard and the Erratus bugs, but also they get you getting that scientific kind of gate tech mm. um, that that. And you that you may not have always had in SG one, or it's kind of filled in a lot of the gaps, mm. and also helps the new viewer understand the. Well, according the to my little so booklet to here that yeah. came with the DVDs, it was actually written by Brad Wright, so that explains oh, why go. it's fantastic. Okay, cool. Hide and seek. Why did I was, always think it was Cooper. Hide and seek was written by Cooper. The one maybe it. oh, it was the thirty-eight minutes. I think he in, he created the thirty-eight minutes. <gasps> True, he did, didn't he? Yeah, maybe yeah. that's why I always associate that with Cooper. But anyway, yes, it's a cool story. It's kind of keeps you on edge with a lot of gate tech, which I always enjoy. Yeah, uh, right there, four, I, 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 just before yeah. you said that, I've never actually thought about it as being, I, I keep forgetting that we've covered it a bunch of times. That it, Atlantis was a lot of people's jumping on point. So the idea that someone watches what the fourth episode or whatever it was of Atlantis, mm. and then you, that, that's your introduction to the whole 38 minute window. And with such a 
such a looming threat of half a ship and it all being like that was yeah even me long long term watcher of, of sg1 that was a real tension filled episode for me like I'm, i know this guy's not going to die like he's four episodes into being the main character of a five season arc but um yeah yeah really real like just yeah a, a threat sort of well sold well written to it to an audience so um i just yeah i hadn't thought about it the way that you said it that it was like a, a way to introduce new viewers to um to the ins and outs of some of the basic um uh, stargate technology and, and mythology sort of stuff so yeah very cool yeah i think that's why i enjoy that um number four i have the storm in the eye i really do like that especially the Coley a bit, which is weird to say because I hate the Jedi so much, but I think it's mainly like the diehard style. Yeah. Of, of Shepard running around killing Joe Flanagan's <laughs> pronunciation of Collier Collier. is just oh. yeah. <laughs> so unique that it just and sticks in your brain. I really actually enjoyed this, the actual the storm as a as an element in the storyline, mm. so mm. to speak. Pardon the pun. But it's it's um yeah, I like how heavy the rain is especially in that heavy tension scene where mckay and that are trying they're trying to drop the the whatever they call it, the beacon things for the electricity to come through and yada yada i yeah. always enjoyed that i think yeah the, all the special effects are i think the only thing that ruins it is after you watch the audio commentary and um martin wood points out that there's just someone shaking a fern in the background of one yeah. and then you can't not see it every time it's um but it works but it looks good it looks good um then i've got number three the siege part one and two then yeah. number two i have before i sleep wow number one for me it's not the best episode but it's my favorite is the defiant one Defiant. i knew that was gonna be the case i don't even know why i like it so much i think it's because there's just so many things happening, even though, you know, you, some people might find it boring. But I also really like the link that they had with those glowy bugs from Stargate SG-1. Mm. And I don't know why, and they didn't me- mention it, but it's just like, there it is. This is an Easter egg for SG-1 fans. And and again, it's like Shepard doing some diehard shit against an immortal being, which is really cool. Mm. And just the whole introduction to the i think that's the first episode where i was like this could be a really good series because the wraith he was just so scary that wraith the first time i watched it i'm like man these guys are sick mm. they're not he's not arc like a guy would but he's just his demeanor yeah i wouldn't like to go think, up against him i think it's a reason one of the reasons probably why they decided to keep using that actor as mm just the standard kind of like Wraith Lieutenant guy. They're just like, well, we'll just, you know, they're clones or whatever. So we'll just keep, yeah. we'll just keep using him and put a different tattoo on his face and away we go. Yeah. I think you just talk about the Wraith and, and how well they, you know, like they're great villains. I think I was really worried, even hearing you guys talk so positively about them for, for years and loving SG one and knowing how, how great they did with a bunch of different looking aliens and, um and whatnot but just the look and it, it seemed to me a little bit like from the outset if you were to show someone who's maybe not a sci-fi watcher or not a stargate watcher or whatever and go hey it's about these humans they do this and these are the bad guys and it's like ah oh, 
yeah, they look like alien bad guys. Like, you know, their skin's a little weird. Their teeth are a little weird. Their eyes are a little weird. Like they breathe funny. They move funny. Their hair and, you know, their skin's a different color. Like it's not a human color and all this. They just, they look very, not generic alien, but they look so different to us that of course that's, but they're still humanoid that I just thought, oh God, is it, what is going to be about them that you guys love so much? And then, probably beyond the pilot. Maybe that was a thing. Maybe that's what never really grabbed me watching the pilot 15 years ago that I was like, okay, cool. There's just new bad guys, but they're not the ghouls, So I don't care. Whereas mm. as this season went on and they're not in every episode, but every time they come up and I'm like, yeah, if there's only one and that's what you, that's what you want. Like, I, I hate that in say like, in a, in like a zombie show, if there's one zombie, you should still kind of be scared of that or one, alien like in the alien films there's one alien that's a big deal you don't ever want to get to the stage where there's a bunch of these scary things and you're like yeah that's not so bad because we can beat one like if there's one wraith that's scary if there's 20 of them that's scarier and that's how it should be and so the looming threat towards the end of the season where you know these guys are coming and they've got this hive mentality and they're sort of you know they'll sacrifice themselves for the greater good for their people and and that they don't want to beat us for any type of like you know uh there's, there's no political agenda or anything it's we are just food we're walking sentient food but they just want to feed on us and that's scary. The, the, the Gould want to rule us and want our our obedience. The Wraithers want to eat us and be done with us. So um, <laughs> yeah. I, I like that they're two very different motives um, between those two classic bad guys, between the two different shows, and they still somehow work and that they look so different and yeah. they kind of like, they won me over with how they looked because I was worried about that and still kind of am a little bit whenever I see them. They don't have that. Like, again, you just look at, Apophis, and it's just this guy, human guy with glowing eyes. That scares the shit out of me when I see him in Stargate. Whereas the Wraith, I'm like, okay, now I'm scared. Whereas at the start of the season, I'm like, eh, that just looks like they went crazy with the makeup department and they thought it would look scary, but now it, it is, does to me. It is peaks and valleys. There's one Wraith queen in particular that <coughs> is just, you know what I'm talking about, don't you, Brendan? Yeah. Where she's all in white. They start, they start the shot on her shoes and she's just wearing like human white heels mm. <laughs> and then she's just got she's just Check got out these alien and then she's just got like heels. natalie portman brown hair in a like in a little braid pony and it's just like this is not threatening in any way mm. shape or form it's yeah so there's there are there are peaks and valleys of, of how intimidating the wraith look it does make me wonder what a different series it would have been if they'd gone with their initial design when we found out that it's like initially the race were designed to have wings. And mm. it's like... I wouldn't mind yeah. it if there was like, a, you know, like the, the face huggers. There is like a different style or breed. If there was just like a few of them that had wings, not all of them. Well, yeah, mm. imagine imagine if like the Aratus bug was, you know, mm. like a... a, like a like a minion for them. They could just, I guess that might be a little bit too replicator, I suppose. Yeah. But imagine if they could just send out a swarm of flying like, bugs of erratus bugs that would just like attach to your face. Wrap yeah. But I wouldn't that. mind it. Like one of the wraith with like, it'd be like a Goliath from um, gargoyles, gargoyles. Or something yeah, like that. It would have been an interesting, yeah. Like subspecies in the same way you've got like the Queens, 
then you've got like the lieutenants, then you've just got like the drones. It would be mm. interesting to see if the yeah, if there was just like a separate, like a just a winged division. Where there's just some of them just have wings. Yeah, Which just guess, to, you know, like few and far between as well. Like, yeah, I guess in the same way, like you know, you're playing to an ant colony, and there's the different kinds of ants. Yeah. So it's like, um, did you know? I saw somewhere recently, and it's like there's a particular breed of ant where one ant is bred that has just like a giant dish on its head, and it's the door to the ant colony. Its job is just like. <laughs> They they make the entrance to the ant colony the same size as this ant's like big dish it's got on its head, and its job is just to be the door. Oh door! Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's like I'm literally bred to keep rain out. I'm a door. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had a sick day in seven years. <laughs> Looking at the numbers, we're pretty we're pretty even, sort of to. Because Maddie, you had did you yeah. have sanctuary on your bottom? Uh, well? yeah, your and my bottom three were identical. Okay, and then um, and I think sanctuary was my fourth last. Okay, so. where and we had poisoning the well then. Uh, Maddie and I had our second worst. Yeah, yeah, that was probably an oversight for me. But anyway, okay. <laughs> I had the well, gift. The gift. Okay. Well, I'd gift as uh, number fourteen. So yeah, we're all pretty pretty even. And childhood end was my fifteen. I'm just looking yeah. for something that would have Same. ranked up. So we're we're all pretty similar down there. You can sort of take your pick. Whereas I guess it ranked as number two. I think across the board. Uh, oh no, Maddie, you had number one. But before I sleep is uh, therefore our yeah. number one episode. Yeah, of Atlantis. Team we are. Team we are. Team we are. <laughs> I liked the old weir. She was cool. Um, yeah, cool. All right. Well, that's uh, would have been good if we had old Weir and the new Weir died. She's here to make yeah. an acceptance speech. <laughs> Thank you. Thank and she you. was super horny, the old Weir, and was just trying to root Shepherd all the time. Hello, John. Jeez, lady, you're scaring us. <laughs> Ten thousand years will <laughs> give you such a crink in the wrist. so yeah i think the only one that we kind of (laughs) deferred a little bit on was mitch and i had like defiant one down in the middle section whereas brennan had that up quite high yeah number one yeah Yeah. i i had it at 10 i apologize that's not fun that's not i have it at 10 as well and then i had the brotherhood higher than you guys you guys had brotherhood a lot lower than i did yeah the brotherhood's not good I don't know. I can't. I can't defend that. Like, I. I totally. Yeah. Like, I just. There's a lot of bad. Same way with you. Choices in the defiant one. I just. I don't know why, but I like it. Mm, Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, there are some bits that I like where the guy's got his hand cut off. That was cool. Oh, where he got the thing went in and then got. Yeah, he put his hands on, and then those handcuff things came over and. Yeah. Chopped his hands off. No, they didn't chop them off. Didn't they? Well, no, he died though. Yeah, because the the thing put like the little triangle indent in his palm and poisoned him. Uh yeah. Well, that's boring. Yeah, cutting his hands off would have been cool. That was I was <laughs> yeah. really down for that. Definitely. How would I know that was going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. But yeah, the surprise for me was definitely hot zone. That ended up higher than I thought it would be. Which one's that? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, 
But yeah. other than that, yeah, pretty. Uh, and I guess my the, the the yeah the two standouts for me, the things that I learned through this rewatch was Hot Zone, but then also the appreciation for Letters from Pegasus. Brendan kind of pointed out mm. those, you know, the the recurring McKay bit actually makes that episode quite enjoyable. Whereas normally I just go, oh, it's the um, it's the clip show. Don't bother. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah. yeah. Nicely done. Very good. Cool. Well, I look forward then. If I, I, it's it's weird watching a, a two part finale, but then still thinking that I haven't seen the way that the season. And I know that a lot of you know SG one that we've watched in in the past it, it has um you know, ended on cliffhangers, but it still felt like it's you know kind of wrapped up enough. Whereas this, it's like a th- a three part episode just sort of seems crazy to me. I've never seen anything like it, so I'm actually excited to yeah kick it off with uh, with Atlanta straight up. Yeah, so I, almost, Siege, part I almost three. wonder if because it's been so long, whether you should go and rewatch part at least part two again mm. before and you get into season three. Yeah, I'll happily do that, I think, because I, I remember saying that it felt, I don't know, it felt so new to me. Like, it's not like anything else that they had done in the season up until that point all felt like it was a carbon copy of SG-1, because that's that's not fair at all to say. But I, I think it was just the the darts and all that sort of the, the actual like firefight going on through the um, through the city with all the ships and all that sort of stuff while everything else was going on around it it felt like it was finally stepping out of sg one shadow in a in a different way that maybe only it can i don't know i don't know i just remember watching that second episode thinking wow this is really really cool and i was mm. watching it on a laptop screen like i didn't even watch it on my actual tv That's but it still had you. that yeah yeah i ha- again i hate watching something for the first time in broken bits and i would very much prefer not to watch it on a laptop. So to go back to the gift, it was four watches in two weeks on a laptop. And that's <laughs> why is that not my bottom? Why is that not my bottom? I don't know. <laughs> so uh, I'll definitely do the uh, do the siege, uh, the justice it deserves, and watch it on the uh, on the big screen nice ahead of our uh, podcast. So cool. uh, yeah, siege part three coming up. Well, we've had our rank. Should we just quickly empty a bit of the mailbag? Or oh dear, let's do absolutely. It. Oh, I've got an Irish one here. I can do it in my Irish accent. It's been a while. Wait, is that is that Irish or Scottish? Yeah, some would tell. say never. Yeah. <laughs> Debbie, are you talking about Debbie from Scotland? No, it's about Michelle. Michelle Hines. Michelle says, "Hi guys, just wanted Bro. to say thank you. <laughs> just wanted to say thank you." <laughs> it's so time much. for the get in the gate here. <laughs> oh yeah, it's time to get in here. We can't do it over Zoom. Every mailbag. Every mailbag. Oh, I'm Irish. Hi, guys. I wanted to say thank you so much for the comic relief today as I listened to the new oh, episode God. of 186 The Siege. <laughs> well, I was in the dentist chair getting root canal treatment. My dentist kindly said I could listen to a podcast during the treatment. And luckily for me, the new episode had landed this morning. You completely distracted me from what was going on and even managed to make me laugh when talking about SGA characters as Futurama alternates. <laughs> well, thank you. You sound, you sound like Donkey from Shrek. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> hey, Shrek's the Scottish one. Donkey's, <laughs> Donkey's American. Um, have been listening to the podcast since day one. You have made That's what many I mean. trips to and from work <laughs> and days in the office massively more entertaining. Keep up the good work. Best wishes from Michelle Hines in Ireland. Oh, Michelle. Love you. Stuff. I apologize. 
I'm a dentist. God. I'll be your dentist. You, that's just so funny. How could you not? I couldn't listen to a podcast. No. I love the dentist. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm not one of these people. Like, I, I don't, without knowing how Brennan feels. Like, but... Yeah, good. Yeah. I just feel, oh, my God, I'm so scared of the dentist. I'm like, get up. Go, go. Stop it. Still grow up. But I went a couple of weeks ago and I, I hadn't been in years. And I'm like, I've been pretty relaxed about, you know, how often I floss for the last couple, you know, I'm not, I'm not that great. So I was really worried about what this person was going to find and how much it was going to hurt old Mitchie. And um, I sat very still and concentrated. I'm like the idea of listening to a podcast, especially one that, you know, apparently I enjoy like Michelle likes ours, you know, no, thank you. Anything that would possibly make me jitter or laugh or, you know, bring a, 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 a drill or, any closer yeah, I didn't to think about that about yeah no, thanks. Or, or chuckling or anything like that that would yeah be... no oh, i just got a um a dm from the first time first time long time listener first time mailer dale lambert uh lambo writes lambo think you could lay off the dick jokes a bit they're very childish huh. wow he's, he's waited a long time to uh I mean, he may not have been around from the start, but he's, you know, he's. No, let's assume that he has. And he's got, he's like, yeah. well, I'm going to give him 185 or so episodes <laughs> to clean this shit up. <laughs> like, I wonder, does us talking about we're using a ZPM as a, as a dildo, is that classified as a dick joke? Because there's not actually no, a dick involved. That's not a dick joke. That's a joke. <laughs> You are so joking. I just wrote back, new phone, who this? <laughs> <laughs> Again, on, on behalf of everyone on part of the podcast, whoever responds likes to, you know, act respectfully and responsibly. And, yeah. and th- hi there. Thank you for your mm. feedback. We will take this under consideration. Yeah. But like having listened to the podcast, even for one episode and knowing Brendan, it's like, if you call Brendan childish, what do you think is actually going to happen? Yeah. Do you think it he's going to go? Took my wife oh, 10 you years know what? Yeah. You're right. Maybe I um. Maybe yeah. you're right. We'll take that on board. Thanks very much, mate. And no. If you don't want to, if you don't want to ask his wife of ten years, you can talk to me, who went to school with him. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll we'll have two two different, but albeit similar answers uh, of what Brennan will do to react to a yeah. situation like. I'm that. sure. I'm sure Brennan took that very well. Brennan, I'm sure he did. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed conversing with Dale. Did he reply at all? Yeah, he wrote, no, enjoy the show, but tired of the <laughs> no. constant childish just, sex just comment. No, and then there's double, no, double space line. Just double no. Space no. He's like, he's got full Karen. It's like, Brennan, no. <laughs> Listen to what I'm saying to you. No, no. no. Especially no. when he's saying it's not like you asked a question or like you just went new. Oh, you did. Sorry, ask a question, but new you went new this. phone. Who this? No is not an appropriate That's answer not a yes to that no. question. No, exactly. <laughs> just new phone. Who this? No, you're not listening. You're not listening. I enjoy this. He didn't even say I enjoy the show. Just enjoy the show, <laughs> but tired of constant childish sex comments. Which, to be fair, that could include our weird conversation. And I have a um. Another podcast I could suggest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or perhaps and, a tagline from a certain podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. you can't get sick of of the interrupting ch- childish sex comments when the whole thing is childish sex comments yes. because 
How do you tell the difference between where one ends and one begins? Also, then, I'd like to think that we took on Dale's criticisms on board because you can't make childish sex comments when you don't make a podcast. To That's put what I was going to say, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> After that, we didn't put a podcast out for three months. So you're welcome, yeah, so, Dale. If, yeah, anyone, if anyone's been wondering, it's Dale's fault, okay? We went on some kind of sabbatical for two months, and it turns <laughs> out we're just not the type of people who can steer away from childish sex comments. So we're here, and we're going to talk about we are, and 10,000-year-old we are all over the place, okay? That's what we've been hinting at. Not even hinting. We've been saying it in extreme detail, and that's what I we're going to I believe I did reply to Dale, but the screenshot's cut off, and I can't remember what I wrote. I'm sure it was very mature. Mm. It would have been. Thank yeah. you, maybe. Completely. <laughs> we may have done this one already. I can't remember. It's from Holly Corbett. She um she slipped into my DMs and sent me a message. She says uh she was watching Fifth Race with her husband Tim. And Tim says, Where's Walter? Who's that guy? And she goes, Oh, that's just pretty boy cum face. And Tim said, What did you just say? <laughs> Wouldn't that be good if we could go back and re-edit that initial podcast so people know what we're talking about from the start <laughs> yeah because i think we cut, cut that he did I, I actually and... re-listened to it the other day because a friend of mine um he he got me onto an x-men podcast and said oh it's really really good you should listen to it and i listened to it and it's horrific <laughs> um and then i told i, I called <clears> him out <throat> on it and he goes Oh yeah, I totally hate listening to it. It's a terrible podcast, but I hate listening to it. And I went, so you will hate listen to this podcast, but you actually haven't listened to a single one of my podcasts, and we've known each other for years. And he's like, "Well, I don't watch Stargate." And I'm like, "That doesn't matter." Hmm. So he said, "Look, I'll listen to one." That's the whole premise of the podcast. You watch Stargate. Yeah. So he says, "Look, I'll I'll listen to one." So I I had to go and pick one for him, and I thought, and in my mind, I went, "Message in a bottle." I think that's that's not a bad one. I think I'll. So I re-listened to it just the other day to make sure. And yeah, there's no mention of the words pretty boy cum face at all. <laughs> um, no. We make, we make reference to, be... to all the, you know, the black light stuff on his face, but he's never actually called that in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> now, if Michelle was the appetizer, let Debbie be the main course here. And oh, it's Debbie main, mainly just what's at the end of the meal, but uh, greetings and salutations from Scotland. Oh, I hope you're all well. I'm so happy that you guys are back off Mr. Podcast and also just wanted to reiterate that it was definitely Stargate SG-1 and not the movie on VHS I got at the video store, Maddie. something we've obviously already spoken about. And could you please stop with the Scottish accent as you are butchering it? Take care, <laughs> Debbie. How dare. So I'm so glad Debbie. that you started off the reply well there <laughs> with a Shrek Fatty Donke. And uh, then she tells you to please. Oh, I. I'm dead. Surprisingly, surprisingly, no complaints from Ireland yet. So, uh, you know. <laughs> no, there's been lots of complaints from Ireland. <laughs> I just haven't done it in a while. That's all. <laughs> Yanni Ricola asks Mitch, hey, guys, what is the piano sound clip called that was played whenever Walter Diaries was on? Also, when it. Oh, when is part five coming out? Good call. <laughs> was there a piano well, during Walter Diaries? I thought that was I thought piano was when um... yeah, it's like a piano and a and a scratch and a yeah. I remember the, the scribble, like the scratchy one? scribble. Is that where you get it from? Isn't it? Yeah, 
It, there was no, there was, yeah. There's a lot of, uh, you, you know, you obviously heard him, uh, a sort of pen, sort of scratching, you know, a little bit. Uh, but it, it was over the top of some, some lovely piano sounds. I don't know. It's been so long since we've we've heard from old Walter. I mean, maybe he's, maybe he's changed up the, the musical tones that he writes his diary entries to. You know, could be getting real dark by this stage. You know, been listening um, to a lot of the Cure. Um, <laughs> I might be listening a little Somebody bit. Somebody kill me, please. <laughs> Thank you for understanding what I was saying there. <laughs> yeah, uh, there was some piano, but um, the, when I hear when I hear the word piano with regard to this podcast, I do uh, understandably, I think, go to uh, Graham. Graham. Graham, the pianist. But I mean, he's he, the pianist, so like he comes he's the with. A, 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 a piano, I'm not so. even sure if we're saying penis or penis anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Nah, I think he's both. I think he's yeah. both. It's fine. He plays them both. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, I've got a um, I've got a one star review here. Oh yes, I love this. Oh what? Yeah, awesome. from uh, Tom Getz. Uh, one star title simply says skip it. Oh gee. I believe Tom was actually someone who was on our Patreon and then decided that we got too political in our podcasts mm. and decided he didn't like us anymore. But his review, one star, skip it. He says bunch of knuckleheads that rarely upload. That's there. only half true. Uh, and mostly <laughs> talk about Stargate characters having sex. It gets weird. Okay, every yeah. Hundred percent. I feel like we've read that out too. <laughs> oh, have we? <laughs> but still it's fun to read. It's you know, I agree with everything Tom said. Yeah. <laughs> does get weird yeah i mean i wouldn't have it any other way i mean sure i've been talking about weird finger banging yourself all over the thing but we don't talk about them having sex randomly with stargate objects what there's um, been a few people that have actually said eat shit because now your country's tyrannical government and i'm like okay yeah all right if this is tyrannical i'm okay i'm fine like you know, i love to hear okay. i listen to podcasts and I'm like yeah aren't they just beating people in the streets and i'm like no no, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Talking about um, Aboriginal state or something. Oh, I think New South Wales was. Did they have they had military out, but they had that in USA as well. I remember seeing in twenty twenty, mm. seeing yeah. that happen a lot, a lot. So it's just, I guess, it's those. Yeah, mem- mem- remember that stories. time that remember that mm. time that we all like just stormed um, Canberra because we didn't like the election results. Oh, wait, that wasn't <laughs> us. That wasn't us. That wasn't know, us. I read a story yesterday. Uh, we couldn't give a f- about it. Exactly. I know. Scotty <laughs> Scotty goes into the cricket and you know compares yeah. us fighting COVID as taking wickets in the ashes, and we're just like, "You're a f- kid, mate." Like yeah. that's that's the beginning and the end. Half our, our country was on fire, and he went to Hawaii, and we were like, oh, "Yeah, I suppose you're like, a kid, f- mate." Like, you're a f- what am I supposed to? Do? I don't hold a hose. You're no, a f- not worth mate. a f- trip to Canberra. I can tell you that much. <laughs> This is something I don't think we got to. It's from Ben Jacques. Jacques? And he Jacques. says, um, two gould get it on and have a harcesis. Why is mm. it never mentioned about two tokra getting it on and having a tokraesis? Tokresis. Tokresis. Surely that would improve their numbers. <laughs> He's kind of right. Yeah. He does well to say, although they were a pretty shit race. But yeah, I wonder, like, they make a good point. Like, why wouldn't the toker just bang and then just make a bunch of harcesis? Is that the same? I guess there's no symbiote in a harcesis, but it's a way to carry on 
all mm. their memories. Mm. Yeah. I mean, wasn't the main argument about the Harsesis that the child would have all these horrific memories and be scarred and whatever, but. But if they're Tokra, surely there'd be less horrific memories to have to deal with. And even if they're, even if, I mean, if you had the memories of every Tokra that ever existed, then you wouldn't be, it'd just be like you're immortal. It wouldn't, you, I don't think yeah. you'd have, I mean, it'd be a lot of information, but you wouldn't have deep-seated childhood trauma. No, you'd sort of, you'd go back to, like, as presuming Ajiria is, I mean, I guess, you know, even though Ajiria was kind of the first Tokra, she mm. would still have the memories of the to- the girl that came before her, but she kind of, yeah. she broke through all that and made the conscious effort to become a Tokra to stand against Ra. Um, so that would be mm. passed down. Yeah. Makes sense. So, yeah, you'd think to- Tokra Harsesis. would be pretty badass. Yeah, well, this, maybe we'll get it for the reboot. Yeah, so and then Selmak was... jumps in. Maybe that's what the Harsesis was in Origins. She was, <laughs> she was the Tokra. <laughs> I, was, I was honestly just about to say that, that, that it sounds like it's an idea that could be explored in a, in a potential reboot that maybe they do, you know, like some kind of an, an SG team come across this group of like they're almost nothing but Harsesis type um, Tokra where their numbers were dwindling and maybe they were in their own little pocket and they heard that either there are the numbers elsewhere either had been eliminated or that that's where they were heading and that they figured that was their only way of surviving and keeping at least, like you said, the memory of their point, um, their existence alive. And maybe, I don't know, maybe then it creates almost a, uh, a bit of a uh, fraction in amongst the Tokra ranks where it's like you've got the pure Tokra and then you've got these group that did Ooh. what they did for the right thing. They did it for the right reasons, but they're almost considered outcasts because they're not pure Tokra, which I guess would go against kind of what the Tokra are in a way and what they believe in, but... I don't know. That's that like the fact it would that we be, haven't. It, that'd be an interesting story. The idea yeah, absolutely. that the Tokra would suddenly have some kind of internal racism. Yeah. And it, taking it back to our Harry Potter chat earlier, it's like, you know, muggles and mudbloods and purebloods mm. and that kind of stuff. Yeah. That could, that could be an interesting um, thing to explore. Yeah. Brad Wright, get on it. Get us on it. Obviously. God, we're just, <laughs> yeah. we're just dropping yeah. ideas all the time for Christ's sake. And we, we'll do it for nothing. You know, just <laughs> well, obviously put us, put us on the show as well. Yeah. Obviously pumping out. Got a tweet here from Alex Wall. Not going to assume any genders, but we're just going to say Alex writes, "Fucking love getting to gate. Great people. I've Brilliant. binged six seasons in a month. That's a lot. I love Stargate, but honestly, I listen to these guys talk about anything, even Maddie talking about Gossip Girls or some gay <laughs> How shit. How very dare! <laughs> How very dare you? Get Joss back. His sub-Saharan bone dry humor had me. Kissing my <laughs> Thanks, Alex. <laughs> Up the Brilliant. Wall. Also, another tweet here from Damien. Damo. Uh, different Damien. Get into gate. I just found your podcast. Aussies plus Stargate equals best combo. Love Stargate. I remember when I was about in... Oh, when I was... Oh, he's probably English. Sorry. <laughs> I remember when I was about in 97. Well done. <laughs> watching the first episode. And for the next 10 plus years, watching... Re- Religiously, best sci-fi series ever. Only up to your Knox app. Where are you guys from? I'm from Melbourne. Oh, he's from Melbourne. He's not Pommy at all. We're from oh, Brisbane, mate. That was racist. Just a racist. <laughs> We're the same race. 
<laughs> so I just came across a tweet here from Michael Shanks, the one and only Daniel Jackson. Michael writes, to the dumb f- who started some ridiculous rumour that I have arachnophobia and had to be blindfolded during the replicator scenes. A, I do not have a phobia of any kind. That's right. <laughs> B, replicators are entirely CGI. They don't exist. This has been a message from non-morons. <laughs> and I, I replied to Shanksy, hey, high pitch, was this you? <laughs> I definitely helped spread that because, yeah, I read that on some trivia thing and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I definitely said that on the podcast and we did Nemesis. It's hilarious. Uh, I got one here from This Evil One. Uh, this evil one says five star podcast. I'm a construction worker who often works alone. I started your podcast eight weeks ago and just caught up more than once. I've been caught on the job, laughing my ass off. I love your insight into each episode. You guys are total bros. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, (laughs) Oh, you can be a caramel bro. (laughs) With the, with the right amount of raunchy dick jokes. Take that to old mate familiar. Uh, and blatant disregard for being politically correct. Me being a shit-taking asshole myself. Oh, shout out to Maddie, who is my absolute favourite, even though he relates everything to Star Trek. <laughs> my biggest hope Favourite is- what? <laughs> Fair call. Fair call. Uh, my biggest hope is when you're finished with the Stargate trifecta, you move on to either one, Farscape, two Battlestar Galactica or three sliders. Not really a fan of Stargate Universe. I feel they wasted Lou Diamond Phillips. But I'll listen- waste him. <laughs> He's three foot tall. <laughs> but I'll listen just to hear you guys talk shit about it. Much love from Oregon, your boy Manny. Your boy Oregon. Your boy. Where's Oregon? Oregon. Um the United States. Like, yeah, we're, are we talking blue sky country here? Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's Is Portland related to Oregon? Yes, Portland, Portland. Portland's the capital of Oregon, Portland, Oregon. So that's God, what up near. Damn it. Well Oregon. done, Mitchell. Would that put up near Seattle or would it be one of the square ones in the middle? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you have square states. Why are they How all boring? Yeah. yeah. Look at our what states. What about. They're There's that one state that just has the panhandle, like it just has that big little strip yeah, running across. That's my aunt Florida, baby. I did see no, 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 different one of the ones in the middle, one of the square ones in the middle. Um, I did see a great video Texas. on TikTok, and it's like they figured out a way to just merge all the states together. So there's only like seven total. They're like, you don't need like a North Dakota and a South Dakota. Like, so just they're <laughs> no. they're now part of Texas or whatever, you know. I mean, you do need a North Korea and South Korea though. True. Yes. Very yeah. true. Well, I mean, and you think about... You don't need a North Korea, but they're there. (laughs) You think about with Australia, like when you see people like put maps of Australia onto America, it's like they're bigger than us, but not by a lot. And, you know, we got this shit covered. Okay, sure, they've got over 10 times the amount of our population. Sure, they've got more like 14 or 15 times our population. I think you can fit like one and a half Texases into like WA. Like... And yeah. they always talk about how big Texas is. And it's like, yeah, I think we have 24 million in Australia and they got 300 million. Mm. Okay. More, just, just, yeah. just for clarification, have China. one billion, like billions. Just billions, for clarification, billions Oregon, and billions and billions. Oregon is one of the square ones, but it's over on the left. It's in between um, California and um, Washington and Seattle and like kind of area. So, oh. but it's, it's pretty square. Oh. Washington state. 
That's a place. God, oh, yeah. yeah. Great Shout people. out to Washington. That's where um Jacob's from. Jacob was on the podcast a couple of episodes ago. Oh, oh. Jacob with the K. Jacob with a K. He's Take a him. um <laughs> he's a Washington boy. Oklahoma. Oklahoma is one that has just that weird little strip over on the left hand side. <laughs> All right, we done? Is that it? Yeah. Till next time, guys, when we end the siege. Part three. Yes. Oh. Do you reckon Mitch, are you going to go back and watch number two or just maybe do like a little quick watch the last like 10 minutes of it or I something? I think I might, especially with the, uh, with having watched it on a, on a laptop, I think I need to see the little uh, aerial battles on a on an actual television mm. um, and then oh, just you, roll straight into the Siege Part 3. Yeah, I think. you definitely want to watch uh, Siege Part 3 on the biggest screen you have. Oh, Part 3. Okay. Even part more 3, so part, you definitely, okay. yeah, you definitely want to watch Part 3 on the biggest screen you All have. All right, I'll do that. I'll do that. Very good. Sweet. All right, Siege Part 3 coming up. That is our next podcast because we're going to start with Atlantis Ooh, in the next yeah. seasons. Atlantis, and then into uh, some Stargate SG-1. And by the sound of things, we might do back-to-back episodes of uh, of Stargate SG-1. So, guys, I mean, there's something for everybody, okay? It doesn't matter <laughs> what you like. We're here to no give idea. it to you. I mean, so, there's dick jokes for some and too many for others. So yeah. You can only... What do you do? You just be yourself, I guess. That's it. That's all we can be. Because you know why? Everybody else is taken. eh? Yeah, you're right. I've always said that. Yeah. Maybe just just more (laughs) finger-banging jokes because there's no dicks involved. That's it. That's it. Can we have cooch jokes, Lambo? Yeah. Or maybe we should just start getting to like more anal jokes. Mm, yeah, why was that focused on the front? Yeah. Yeah. The front. Business in the front, party in the back. We that's don't want to offend no. anyone. That's, that's not it. us. Well, we, we don't have that. vaginas. And, so. and mm. what is what is dirty comedy without equality? So why are we, why is it all dick jokes? That's so yeah. unfair. Mm. That's so unfair. Yeah, I think we brought really brought it back there with um, weirs finger yeah. bang. Yeah, and that's the thing. And people go, oh, that's disgusting. It's like, no, that's equal. That's what that is. Yeah, okay. That's what mm. it is. Sure. Oh, oh, what? Sorry, sorry. Can I can I only be disgusting about men? That's sexist. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I, I feel like I can be just as gross about women as I am about oh, men. That's my belief. Put that on a t-shirt. So, But, you know, if you only want us to talk about penis or the eye, <laughs> see what I did there? Then get ready for the storm. Then call me the defiant one. Oh, my God. I totally <laughs> forgot about me. Oh, God. Pull them up. Pull them up. <laughs> and maybe before I sleep, I'll get a rise. Oh, he Rising. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 38 all- minutes that's my record though so that's all i've got left in me that's excellent for you. that's that's fantastic <laughs> brennan's seen me in action he knows it's true <laughs> i mean that's that's one for the brotherhood machine. right there that's, that's it isn't it what machine. yeah he yeah. also saw he saw me poison the well after that though which was a bit weird yeah well it happens yeah. to us all mate yeah and he yeah. found me i thought i was in my sanctuary but he still got yeah. me yeah you had, to, you had to go and get a shot after that because you had a bit of a hot zone though didn't you a little bit. I found my way home. It was all right. Yeah, once he got home. Yeah, that was his childhood's end. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brennan thought it was my it's curse. I'm going to call true. it my gift. Yeah. Okay, it was the gift. Although if Brennan saw it all, there's there's a bit of suspicion going on there. I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> he loves it right in the underground. Mitch does. Yeah, and the thing is, I said Brennan, keep it secret. He goes, no, nah, I'm going to I'm going to write this letters straight to Pegasus. That's what yeah. they. Yeah, God, yeah. yeah. Mitch is like, a bit of hide and seek. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Call 
call this, this one the sea. Mentality, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, part two. <laughs> part three coming up. Oh god! Until next time. Get into geek. Uh, Brendan was like three titles in there, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know why he's saying words. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I get it. I get wow. it.